Okay. I hit the record button, babe. Sweet. We're live. So, this is the very first episode of the Dylan Freakin' Ross podcast. I am your host, Dylan Ross, and um, I had a specific topic I wanted to talk about today to kind of set the tone going forward for my podcast and to, I don't know, let you inside my head a little bit on the way life is going and current events and the way we should react and, and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, babe? React and mm. not rebel, but kind of rebel. Just stand strong and yeah, just to be yourself and know where your morals and values are and not compromise. Yeah. 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 Basically react. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's the word. <laughs> So anyway, we're doing uh, we're doing one take. We're not gonna. I have a really bad habit of trying to make things perfect, and I, if I'm being honest, I've recorded this first episode a hundred different times and never released it. So we're doing this one. I have my girlfriend Nika here helping me out, um, and we're just gonna release it when it's done. But the reason that I wanted her here is because the the message that we're talking about she's really good at and i actively struggle with it but i understand the importance of it and i wanted to solidify it in my own brain but also bring it to the world right yeah okay so do you want to say anything um what's up guys my name is nika and well dylan's really good at standing his ground and staying strong and i'm more so like the feminine energy of the things like he he's like the I don't know so it's a good balance so I think it will be good for both of us to be here to kind of share different perspectives but tell them what the messages we decided to talk about today um I I think you will be able to explain this better. okay yeah so as the world gets darker and colder meaning um you know, politics are nothing but fear-based and control-based and um, it's a separation scheme among, you know, like a separation from ourselves and our um, racial colors, you know, like it's, it's all about separation, like gay, straight, white, blacks, masks, non-masks, vaccines, non-vaccines, and they're just pumping us full of these fear-based things trying to get us to identify with one side or the other so that we will stay distracted and confused and arguing so we don't really acknowledge the bigger picture and uh did i articulate that well yeah enough? definitely i think like just these storylines and like programmings of what you know the main part of society is putting out is kind of keeping us in this like story of um, yeah, like exactly what you're saying is like projecting separation onto us. So like, I think what in my perspective, like the message is to let's just keep anchoring in the light and holding a vision for something better so that, you know, us as a, like a world and a collective can step up into that. The people. Yeah. The people can step up into that. So exactly that. What she's saying is as the world gets darker and colder, we the people need to make it our mission 
to burn brighter and warmer, meaning like be more optimistic and joyful and happy and warmer, meaning like nicer to each other, more kind, more compassionate, uh, understanding that everyone's life experiences lead them to different beliefs and different ways of living. And if we can all just understand that and that the intent behind the politics and the the darker side of the spiritual fight is literally to keep us fighting amongst ourselves and separating us from ourselves and from God. So the best way to possibly rebel um, is unconditional love. And that's just... That's just the way it's been set up. Yeah. And, like, we've all... Oh, man. I just had a... I lost my train of thought. There's endless amounts of rabbit holes we could go down um, on this topic. And I think... um, I think to, like, avoid that and, like, get into it, like, later on throughout more episodes, I just want to tell you, like, a story. Like, give you an example. So... Two days ago, I went to the DMV, and um, <laughs> sorry. So two days ago, I went to the DMV, and um, I I roll up to the DMV, and it's a complete downpour out. My appointment's at eight a.m., and I roll up to the door, and I'm standing out in the rain, looking in the window at the employees at the DMV. And they're looking out at me in the rain. And I don't wear a mask. Um, it's not mandated here where we live either. It wouldn't matter if it was mandated or what. I don't wear a mask because it's the stupidest thing in the world. And it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't keep anyone safe. And the the psychological repercussions of wearing one are far worse than any potential benefit that you could ever even come up with let alone if it's true or not right so i just don't wear a mask i won't um i don't want like when i have kids eventually i don't want them to live in a world where we have to cover our faces cover our smiles and and be scared of each other uh so i just won't comply with that that's not my thing i want everyone to be happy and be free and share their smiles and and definitely not be scared of each other because that's part of the separation scheme, right? To make us scared of each other, keep us in our houses, closer to the media, closer to the TV, so that we don't experience love and joy and optimism like we would otherwise. So I don't wear a mask. I go to the DMV. They're looking at me um, through the window, and I can see them talking about me. But I'm in my mind, I'm not really putting two and two together. I'm thinking... Maybe they're just not open yet. Maybe I'm a little bit early. So I go back to my car, and as soon as I get to my car, they literally open the door a crack and stick out a sign that says, please wait here. So I see that, and I go to the sign, and I wait by the sign, and the man cracks the door, like, aggressively, like, kind of slams it open about an inch, and says, put on your mask. Automatically rude, like literally right off the bat, automatically rude. There was no questions. There was no, sir, do you mind putting on a mask? There was nothing. It was put on your mask. And I said, "Um, I don't typically wear one. I don't have one with me. Um, Are you able to help me out this one time? And he's like, 
that's a personal problem. He's like, I don't make the rules. I just follow them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, do you have a mask that I can wear then? Because I need to switch my license over. That's the purpose of my trip to the DMV. And he's like, he's like, oh, we don't supply them. And he's just, he's just being rude. You know, like he's not being friendly. He's not explaining to me anything as if, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know anyway, but I, so anyway, I went and found a mask and those dogs are driving me crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) What are they doing? Sorry guys, we have dogs and they're looking at the squirrels outside. Yeah, they they literally will whine at the window all day and just wishing they could chase the squirrels. <laughs> this would be about the time where I cut the podcast off and I like restart it, but the reality is is I have dogs and I'm just never gonna get anything done if I continue to let them stop me. I can distract them, give us one second. <laughs> Um, so, so I go in the DMV with a mask, which already makes me feel horrible. Um, and I know a lot of you guys won't understand. I know a lot of you guys will. Um, but the, the idea of just the simple fact that I'm pretending a mask is going to save someone's life is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. So I'm not feeling great about compromising my morals and values of being in there, but I'm remaining calm and I'm just like, I got to get my, I got to get my license switched over. And that's the, the whole purpose of why I'm here. So I'm literally compromising my morals and values to get, to be part of the system, to comply with their rules. And I'm thinking the whole time, like this guy is being such a dick and I'm literally just trying to get my license switched over. Like I'm not even being an asshole at this point. And, uh, so he's just staring at me, literally just looking at me, not acknowledging that I have my paperwork in my hand. And I'm like, um, so I'm here to switch over my license. And he goes, where is it then? And I put it on the table. I already had it ready is in my hand. I put it on the table and he goes, okay, registration and uh or not registration but insurance and i didn't have insurance um just because we've been we just got our car and and plus the 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 form that they sent us that said what we needed didn't say insurance on it as well well that was the thing is like had i known i needed insurance to get my license switched over i would have had insurance i googled what i needed and it insurance wasn't part of it but anyway that's that's what happened, but that's not the point. The point is, is this dude was being a complete fucking asshole to me for literally no reason. Like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't being rude. And God knows I wanted to be rude and I wanted to freak out and do, you know, I just wanted to like tell him what I was really feeling, but I knew that it wasn't going to help anything. It certainly wasn't going to make my day better. Nor was it going to help me get my license switched over, which was the sole purpose of the trip. And so to end the story, 
I just, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have that, so I guess I'll go figure it out and come back another time. But I, they locked the door when I came in for some reason. So when I'm going to the door to, uh, to leave the DMV, it's one of those locks that you turn like eight times, you know? Yeah. So like, you have to turn it like four times for it to do anything, and then the last four times is like unlocking each. Yeah. I don't understand how it works. I just know that I twisted it. Seven different times, seven different ways, it felt like. <laughs> and the dude's just looking at me. And as a lady gets up to help me unlock the door, he tells her, oh, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. So he's just watching me try and unlock this door. I mean, it felt like an eternity, but it was probably like 20 seconds, you know? Yeah. Like, it, But it's the principle. Like, You just don't treat people like that. You don't treat people like that. And it's like, think about why... He treated me that way because I wasn't wearing a mask. Do you know why he's wearing a mask? Because his fucking boss told him to and his boss told him to because the government told him to. Yeah. It's not because it makes any sense at all. And whenever people get into any type of gathering to like, you know, like go to a friend's house and stuff like that, most people are not wearing a mask. Those people who are like make, enforcing it, you know. If you're wearing a mask at your friend's house because you're scared of the virus most people don't do that i genuinely feel bad for you like to live in such a state of fear of your own friends and to think that they're potentially harmful to you and that you know it's like that's a sad sad way to live and it's not even real it's not real like people are not dying like the news says they are that's just the yeah. truth. And if they are, it's because of, you know, other issues on top of that. Because they're, you know. Well, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is if people are dying, it's due to their own personal lifestyle choices. It's not because I will or won't wear a mask. Yeah. It's completely two separate topics. If yeah. people are dying, it's because they're obese and they don't take care of themselves, you know. Or like they have alcohol fetal syndrome or something where their parents drank and they've already had like several different underlying issues but it's has literally nothing to do with me injecting myself with an experimental vaccine and or wearing a mask like what i do is completely irrelevant to someone else's health in that regards so that's one of the rabbit holes i didn't want to really go down the point is is like the system set up to keep people frustrated and to keep people living in fear and like the psychology behind it is like when we're living in fear or we're stressed out or we're discouraged there is no possible way for us to be thinking clearly mm-hmm. and that's the that's what you see in the world is like no one's really thinking clearly anymore everyone's stressed out everyone's living in fear you know yeah um is there anything you wanted to say on that, babe? Um, and it just makes me, like, go, bouncing off of that topic, like, we were fortunate enough to spend the beginning of this whole pandemic in Maine, where we were growing our own food and, like, immersed in nature. Just, like, experiencing, you know, our time and all of that, like, living in that healthy way. And it, it was really cool to be able to experience that contrast because, you know, we weren't, like... We're trying to stay away from social media and the news as much as possible, and that just felt like what life should feel like. And I think it's 
It was peaceful. It was yeah. vibrant. It was healthy. We, we would were... have fires every night with friends and family. Neighbors would come over and hang out and like share foods, share stories, and like it's just like what one of the visions that you know me and you are working towards creating. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like the life that I want is to have land and be free on that land. Like literally free from the system, growing my own food. Uh, like building, making concoctions from natural plants to build medicines and to be, you know, like yeah. eating fish from the lakes if I have, if we have to eat meat and that's. But that's just like, so that's, comp- you know, like if more people were doing that compared to staying inside in fear and watching the news and getting like stress is one of the biggest things too that just like destroys your life and um that's just like i feel like when you're at home isolated and just being pumped with fear and stuff you're just so stressed out and you're gonna get like different types of sickness that are so but like so much worse with the depression anxiety and all of those a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent and so it's just like there's a better way to go about things that's one of the things that the system will never ever preach mostly because there's money involved but also because they don't want they don't want you to be spiritually intact and thinking clearly. It's it's that <clears throat> um, literally being eating raw fruits and vegetables from the ground and getting fresh air and drinking from the streams and um, just living a life. The more closely you can live with nature and that system the more you will understand how fucked up the other system is. And that's what they don't want. That's why they teach you to be scared of animals and diseases. And like, I remember growing up, my mom always told me, oh, birds have diseases. Don't touch the birds. But yet, like, maybe, here's the thing is like, maybe a pigeon in that was born and raised in New York eating fucking french fries off the ground and you know whatever else cigarette wrappers and stuff like I don't know what pigeons eat but maybe they they may have diseases but that would just be like the same thing as a human right like a human will be disease ridden if they're living on a, in a concrete jungle and they're not consuming nutrients and they're yeah. living on the ground like you're gonna contract horrible things because you're not living a healthy natural life yeah it's the same thing so but like to think that a bird is dangerous and diseased in the wild is like the most absurd thing i've ever heard yeah that's true but babe how can we get back on topic to like i guess i guess what what i want to get the point across more than anything in this particular episode is like it's so easy to treat people differently when you're not thinking clearly when you are stressed out or the pressures of modern society are beating you down it's so easy to forget that we we're we're all in this together it's not like fuck you i'm busy and it's not like it's it's not like you're dangerous and you need to get the fuck away from my house. It's like we're all here together yeah. doing this thing. And the more fear that's pumped into the air by the media and the politicians for 
mostly for it's a money transfer and we can talk about that in another episode and it's um straight up manipulation and control it's about um the rich getting richer uh the middle class being dependent on the rich and the poor basically just disappearing um but it's just so important to remember that that is the intent and when you understand that it makes it far easier to just love each other and uh to do the right thing like what am i trying to say babe no we definitely need that it's just like yeah i think with like the rise of social media and all these technologies we it's like easier to be mean and nasty to each other because you're not like oh yeah you know you're not seeing that connection anymore like that genuine human connection yeah and i'm that's one thing i've had to really watch myself with is like through social media like a lot of the things that i want to say that i just i just hold back so often and it, and this is literally me being guilty of letting the system beat me to that place is where it's like i just want to tell people how fucking stupid they are for buying into it and literally the whole black lives matter thing where they're highlighting racism and promoting it and expecting it to go away i'm like if you can't see that you're literally helping people identify as different races by highlighting that problem i just want to like it's not that i want to be rude because i don't it's that i'm tempted to because i'm like how the fuck can you not see that you must be stupid (laughs) but um that's that's the thing that's why i wanted to make this episode is because i'm probably equally as guilty as the worst um for wanting to be rude and judge people you know and a lot of it is stems from like the ego side of you know human nature it's just like the ego is there to protect you and like what you're saying when there's chaos and anxiety everywhere that's like what you turn to you just like want to like play out that drama and you know it's like that that part of our humanness gets attached to that but we have to like remember that we need each other and you know communities are important and whether you have different opinions or not like you might be something you want to be something different and your parents want you to be something different but it's important that your parents love you anyways as you know like and those kind of things like everyone's gonna have their different opinions and different paths but we just gotta be kind that's exactly it babe you just nailed it is like it's inevitable with every in this day and age with social media everyone gets to spew their opinion out everybody yeah and and unfortunately celebrities have an influence and major news networks have influences you know like they literally sway the opinion of the people um but regardless of your opinion like regardless of which political side you stand on you know we can't let that separate us understanding that is literally the intent is to help us stay distracted and divided and fighting amongst ourselves so that they can pursue their plan you know with the metaverse and the matrix and all the stuff that they're actively pursuing so we just got to remember that 
and let the neighbors fucking borrow sugar, you know? <laughs> like, if you see someone hitchhiking, maybe pick them up. Yeah. Maybe don't. Use your use your intuition. <laughs> For sure, acknowledge your intuition. Yeah. That's a major thing that we should we should touch on is like God literally gave you an intuition. So if like you're on the fence about the vaccine or the masks or the whole coronavirus thing or any of it, if you're on the fence on about any of it, literally just go deep with inside yourself and ask God to help you out because your intuition is one of the most valuable tools and the Bible will tell you otherwise. Science will tell you otherwise, you know, all kinds of religions will tell you that it's this way and not that way, but only you would know if you really dig deep within your soul and like use your intuition. So like, I would say that's good advice. If you're on the fence, don't listen to external forces. Listen to what your heart's saying. Yeah, there's so much like mystery in the world. You know, everyone's just trying to figure out what is the truth for them and what is, you know, what resonates. And so... Yeah, it's important to realize that everyone's in different parts of their journeys. Don't be nasty to each other. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like, and this might just be like my ego getting in the way of reality, but I feel like my whole family thinks that I'm the crazy one to an extent. Or not maybe so crazy, but dramatic. Because I stand so firm and I'm willing to sacrifice like the comforts of everyday life just to stand uh, for what I believe in. Yeah. You know, like there will be a time if if we don't all join hands and like start acknowledging this, there will be a time where people like me will literally be forced out of society because I will not let the government inject me with anything. Not for my future kids, not for my job, not for financial gain, not for anything. Like there's no amount of there's no amount of like influence that could shake my soul on this subject. Is like I know that I do not need the government injecting me with anything in order to survive or to be healthy. In fact, I think it's the opposite. I think you should never let the government do anything for you if you want to be healthy, knowing their intent, right? Yeah. But um, With the system we have today. Yeah, it's, it's literally like hospitals don't, I don't care what anyone says, hospitals do not, they're not good for people. They don't, um, they don't treat you right. They don't give you nutrients. They don't give you fresh air. And especially in today's world with COVID and stuff, you know, you're, everything's wiped with chemicals every fucking second, you know, yeah. like, and they separate people from their own families, their own flesh and blood and say it's a good thing and they're protecting each other. It's just so fucked up. If they really, here's what a hospital will do though. They will save your life. And then they will charge you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for doing so. They'll literally keep you alive long enough to get your money. And I witnessed that firsthand when I went in there for hepatitis. Yeah. Cause uh, what happened was, <clears throat> I I got sick with hepatitis. I caught it from someone in my town, um, and 
so I went in the hospital and I didn't want to be there. Anyone who knows me well knows my stance on that and knows that I've been saying for years that I would never, ever step foot in a hospital. Um, but the time came where I couldn't move and I was puking face down in my driveway and my mom <laughs> kind of just convinced me it was time and I was not trying to argue with her uh, in that particular moment. So long story short, I went to the hospital and for, here's the thing. The, the hospital I went to couldn't treat me. They were going to transport me two hours away. My mom was right there in the room with me, literally in the same room with me, saying, oh, I'll drive him. Yeah. And they said, no, because COVID, you can't be in the same car together, but you can be in the same room together. <laughs> so we're going to charge you $2,000 uh, to ride this ambulance there, but your mom can't take you for free. Do you not see how that is an incredibly fucked up business? My mom would take care of me far better than any fucking nurse or doctor, and she she understood. She drove you to the hospital. She drove. Yeah, it didn't make any. Not an ounce of it made sense. So anyway, we get to the hospital two hours away. Guess who followed the ambulance? My mom. Guess who walked in the fucking same room as me immediately when we got there? My mom. But they wouldn't let her drive me because they knew they could get $2,000 from me by the ambulance. Yeah. So now we're in the hospital. 6 p.m. rolls around and they say, okay, we don't allow visitors after 6 p.m. because of COVID. And I'm like, oh, I forgot, you know. COVID doesn't exist after 6 p.m., you fucking cunt. Like, I'm so furious at this point. Um, and this is the thing, right? Like, I, I'm i not going to lie. I wasn't, like, completely rude to her, but I definitely gave her some attitude. And I mostly... Well, here's exactly what I said, just to be clear. I told her if she would make an ounce of fucking sense, I'd probably listen to her. So I wasn't, like... I was just saying the truth, right? Yeah. Like, if you were making sense, miss, I would definitely listen to you. But you're not making any fucking sense. You're saying from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. you're not having visitors because COVID. But literally the second 6 a.m. rolls around, my mom can walk back in this room and be here with me like as if fucking COVID's allergic to daytime or something or whatever. <laughs> like, it just didn't make any sense. But that's what I'm saying is like hospitals are not designed to keep you healthy. They're designed to take your money and keep you separated from your family and living in fear and all the stuff. That's just the biggest part of the system, right? That's how the system makes most of their money is through the medical field, yeah. pharmaceuticals and all that. It's just our world is not set up to be like in a regenerative way where we're like, you know, continuously thriving you can just see like how our world is breaking down we just need a better system like as a whole you know with just our food like we pump our grounds with pesticides and then eventually it turns into a desert and you can't you don't have any more nutrients in it yeah like, you literally yeah. ruin the earth that provides yeah. for you for a profit mm -hmm. and then like with our immune system we just destroy it with all these like let's oh yeah okay you're sick you have a headache take a bunch of tylenol or advil and, and in some countries it's illegal because it's just like it will destroy your liver and your body and you're not helping your body heal and become stronger and because like our 
bodies are so amazing and adaptable and if we're not like working with its natural state then we're just destroying it now now we're relying on these man-made synthetic things yeah so it's absolutely wild what's happening in today's world and it's literally never going to end as long as we the people continue to buy into it and comply with it which is exactly why i feel so strongly about not wearing a mask and not getting a vaccine because i want my kids to live in a healthy bright warm world where we rely on nature not the government yeah. right and there's some people like there's definitely people who um, feel this way too and i know like it's just not a popular opinion so people are afraid to speak out or you know well if the people that are on this side of the fence they don't have the financial power to sway the billion dollar industries and the you know the major news networks like cnn and stuff the people that do have the financial power are the pharmaceutical companies the exact same people that want to keep you sick so you can so their business can continue to thrive they keep you sick so that you keep coming to them for the medicine yeah on that note this is a fucked up thing (laughs) bill gates creates microsoft Mm -hmm. the computers and then creates a virus and then creates antivirus software. You know what I mean? So he creates the problem and then he creates the solution and gets rich off it. Look at this. Look at who's the main face in the vaccines and everything. Who's been pushing it since day one? Bill Gates, right? Funny correlation. <laughs> it just makes you wonder, right? Like who, who's got their hands in what? Yeah. Anyway, babe, help me help me end it with uh, the entire point. The point is that as things get so bad and nasty, what do we got to do? Yeah, I guess, I don't know, what do we got to do? Just like what we said, we got to practice unconditional love. And that's just what's going to find out, like that song, Love Will Find A Way. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of just what we have to hold on to is just continue to be kind to each other and you know I know it's like if everyone has such strong opinions and stuff but in the end we're all just trying to make it we're all human and we're all going through you know the struggles of everyday life so just remember that you don't know what other people are going through so do your best to be kind yeah we gotta be kind to each other This world is so messed up that if we don't actively try, we're just contributing to the problem. Like if we don't actively, like this is one thing that I've learned from you that I am so grateful for is uh, when we first started dating and we would go out, like remember that time we went uh, to get boba tea in Hawaii and I was like, hey, let's go make out in that Ferrari. (laughs) <laughs> we went to the Ferrari dealership and then they were closed. Do you remember that night? Yeah. Well, that night, um, Nika, there was this girl serving us boba tea. And I didn't notice anything particularly attractive about this girl at all. But Nika went out of her way to be like, hey, you have really great skin. 
And I looked at the girl's skin and I was like, oh, is that good skin? <laughs> I don't know if that's good skin or not. But the girl's <laughs> fucking face lit up. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, thank you so much. That means the world to me. I, You know, no one really compliments me like that. And, and I just witnessed like the power of a simple compliment. Like, literally, just go out of your way to hold doors open, to let your neighbors borrow sugar, to... Show your appreciation. Show your appreciation. Yeah. That's massive. Good one, babe. And, like, minor compliments. Like, if you like someone's earrings, you yeah. should definitely go out of your way to compliment that person's earrings or, like, yeah. their shoes. Like, anything at all. Yeah. Or if you're, like, working at a job, like, no matter what it is you're doing, like, whether it's fast food or anything, like, just be, like, kind to people. Because some people, like, don't have money to go out like that. And they're, like, that's a treat for them or their family. And, you know, they're so just, like, be extra kind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're in any um, industry that's serving people, then it should be your mission to literally make their experience great yeah. anyway. Like if I know this because I'm in the restaurant industry, like I've I've grown to love the restaurant industry prior to COVID when, you know, everyone's scared to, we got to wear masks to serve yeah. and all that stuff. But it's like, I, I, when I was working at Four Seasons on Oahu, it was like my entire job was, let me rephrase that, their entire experience was up to me. I could literally give them the best night of their life or give them fucking mediocre service that they're paying a fortune for yeah. because it's Four Seasons. And I always went with like, okay, I'm going to give them the best experience of their life. And to put in that effort and to see their faces and... And the power I had just to either make their day or break their day yeah. was super empowering. You know, it's like, okay, now I have that power. Yeah. I can literally make their day. So it becomes easier over time for sure. Once you like acknowledge it, you yeah. start to capitalize on those, on those things, right? Yeah. Like now these days I'm actively looking for something nice to say to people and it's, you know, I can be as bitter and as rude as anyone else, but my mind and my heart is generally in the right place, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm doing my very best, and I can say that honestly, to grow in ways that help me make the world a better place. Yeah. Right? Yeah, none of us are perfect, we did, but we just all gotta try and set the intention, too. Yeah. So that's the challenge. That's the challenge. We're gonna end the podcast with that. Literally compliment three people today or tomorrow or for the rest of your life every single day <laughs> just literally make a conscious effort to make someone's day better not worse that's all i'm gonna say do it get creative however you want we gave you a couple examples like literally just someone's earrings or their skin open the door open the door say thank you so much smile for god's sake <laughs> Like, I walk down the street and I just see people just so angry for like and bitter for no reason. And I'm like, I know that feeling. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, let's just smile, you know? Yeah. Let's just, like, be grateful for this day and the breath in our lungs. Like, it's so important. It yeah. changes the world. It really does. Okay, babe. Alrighty. That's it? Yep.
You got nothing else you want to say? That's all. Okay, guys. This was the first ever um, podcast. We're going to get better at this as time goes on. Uh, Nika, she's amazing. I'm going to try and get her on here as much as possible. But it is my show, and we'll be doing it. Doing Yeah, we'll be doing it however I feel we need to do it. Um, but I, I do love having her on here, so we'll see if we can make that happen a few more times. But uh, be kind to each other. We love you. Love you guys. Have a good day.